Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 116 of the Pod Bible Podcast. My name is Adam Richardson. I'm the editor of Pod Bible Magazine, your host for today's episode. I always say the same thing at the start. I need to try and mix it up. Do I? How do you feel about podcasts where the start is always the same? Thinking about it now, some of my favorite podcasts always start with the same intro, and it's kind of comforting, right? It'd be weird if they suddenly mixed it up. But watch out, because next episode I might mix it up. Anyway, I'm very happy to be here. It's been ages. Uh, I feel like I haven't recorded one of these in a long, long time, but I have been having nice podcast chats in the background. Don't you worry, and you're going to hear all about those uh, today and future uh, on future episodes. So the Pod Bible podcast, what do we do? We talk to podcasters about their shows. We get recommendations from them as well. We always have three different guests on each episode. And this week, we've got a lovely little lineup. Uh, we've got two returning guests and one brand new one. Um, before we get to that, we're currently working on issue 23 of Pod Bible magazine. It's coming out on Sunday, the 2nd of October, not far now. Uh, and if you want to get involved and you want to have a little read of that, or maybe even get it delivered to your door, um, head to podbiblemag.com. You can subscribe to the magazine, £8 a year, and you get all six issues. Or you can just check out the digital version. We've got the whole back catalogue there. It's all very much worth a look. Uh, podbiblemag.com. All right, let's get on to today's guest. And I'm very excited to say that our first guest is somebody who I have admired from afar, listening to podcast episodes, seeing on the TV, on various different comedy panel shows, uh, somebody who is very funny and has their own podcast now, which is kind of a podcast live show hybrid. Let's hear all about it from Kima Bob. All right, it's time for a Pod Bible podcast, and I'm joined today by Kima Bob, who is not only a fantastic podcast co-host, has not only been an amazing guest on loads of podcasts that I've listened to and that we've re recommended in Pod Bible, but also is the host of their very own live show podcast hybrid type thing. Hello, Kima, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for uh, yeah, such a nice intro. It's weird to like <laughs> like over the past however many years, I've guested on so many podcasts and like co-hosted and whatnot. And um, I don't know if people have been like, uh, but are you going to do one? And I've been like, no, no, <laughs> not yet. Wait a second. Hold on. Um, just because there's so many podcasts out there and I really didn't yeah. want to contribute like a shit one to mm -hmm. the pile of shit ones. But I think I think this is a good one. I know this is a good one and I'm you really excited is. to be making it. I know I had cool. a little self-doubt moment. I was like, I think. And then I was like, no, <laughs> actually. Commit to it. You know. Uh, I mean, it's impressive that you didn't start one during lockdown because that's when a lot of comedians and other people uh -huh. who were as busy jumped on and started making a podcast. But this is kind of the opposite of that, right? Because a lot of people were doing recording in their bedrooms or at home because they had mm. nothing else to do. Yours is recorded out and about. T tell us all about it. What is it? What, what's it yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. So the long name is the Films of Color Comedy Club. Um, that's the name of like the night that I've been running since 2018. Took a pause during the pandemic. Took a pause to like uh, feed my own self. Cause mm -hmm. like, this is like my baby. And I was like, Oh God, I'm feeding my baby so much. What about me? Fed me a bit. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. But my baby is more than just, uh, for me, it's about a community. It's about comedians of color that aren't cis men coming together to work together, to get to know each other, to support each other. But also it's about nourishing an audience that's a bit hungry of people mm -hmm. that don't often get to hear from comedians of color who aren't cis men, who don't often go out 
to see live comedy who may not think that live comedy is for them. So what yep. we do on the podcast is we have uh, comedians come up, do some stand-up, and then after we do some stand-up, we have a little sit-down, everyone comes back on stage, we have some chat, and I'd like to say, well, like the chat is like very structured or something, um, but generally... <laughs> It's just uh it's it's a mix between things that are really funny um things that are really kind of uh, beautiful and moving so we'll have like uh, you know comics come on and we'll talk about like the fact that they were just on a super yacht but turns out um everyone can afford a super yacht cuz there's actually a super yacht hotel but then we'll have some other comics come on who have been doing comedy for like over 15 years and they'll share their experience as like some of the first like women of color in the industry um so it's a kind of yeah beautiful wide range yeah love it okay so how, how did it come about like obviously you were running the night and you were having these beautiful experiences and you thought you want more people to hear this or did somebody come to yeah. you and say we should turn this into a pod basically um well people had been saying that for a little minute but it was mostly like you know there are a lot of like podcast production houses and a lot of companies that make these things but it was mm. important to me that when um we did make it into something beyond the live night that it would be with people who actually care about shit and then just want to like financially capitalize off of it mm -hmm. um yeah. because i'm very much about like maintaining the heart soul and integrity of the space um as we like share it as we broadcast it but also in who we work with um yep. so basically i've been thinking about it for a while and i was like oh i want people from like my community to experience what the guilty feminist audience has been able to experience um, and that's a podcast that I co-host quite a bit in a space that I really enjoy and basically what's happened there is there are all these people who have been like oh I want to hear um, I want to hear comedy I want to hear like different perspectives um, but I don't know where to find them and the guilty feminist has been like you can find a lot of them here not all of them but a good amount of people were very happy to like share with you and introduce you to and I was like I want that for like my performers I want to be able to bridge that gap between people that like want and need this kind of content um and people that maybe haven't found the spaces whether in person or otherwise where they can hear voices like these and share these like incredible people with them um yeah. and so I hit up the guilty feminist family and I was like hey like I want to turn my night into a podcast you guys obviously know what you're doing like would you be down and they were like yeah, baby, let's come up with some plans. So yeah. yeah, that's basically how it came to be. I like it. So it's part of, is it the House of the Guilty Feminist? Is that right? Is that sort of yeah. their, um, where they're nurturing yeah. new that's shows? Yeah, that's their thingy. That's their, yeah, their, their that's shebang. Their that's yeah, their thing. Yeah, whatever it is. It's, um, I mean, it sounds great. House of the Guilty yeah. Feminist sounds good. Well, already. they have like... Um, uh, another show which is doing really well called Media Storm um, mm. and it's like these two journalists who uh, investigate stories and topics by talking to the people that are actually involved so if they're going to talk about or explore sex work then they're going to talk to sex workers um, yeah. and I think it's just like brilliant 
Um, so I'm glad to be like under their like tutelage. Um, cause I, I was just like, if I make something, especially after all these years of like guesting and co-hosting and whatnot, I was like, mm-hmm. if I make something, it better not be shit. I won't have it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad to get like some guidance from them and so to also fans. be able to like open the arms of the thing because like, what I also love about the guilty feminist is like, you don't have to be in the UK to experience it. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, my night, the live night, we put it on in London, but like I have people in America that would like to support and in other parts of the country who may not ever be able to, you know, fly over or even afford a ticket. But yeah. So I'm just really glad to be able to like open the arms of the fuck it up family and to be able to invite more people in. Yeah, that's great. So obviously with the Guilty Feminists, you know, their live shows are pretty legendary and always popular and you've been involved Mm. in a lot of those and recording live podcasts always adds a little bit of energy and uh, that you don't necessarily get. You know, what is it about the live environment or the live experience that made you want to Mm. record that and put that out as a pod? And had you considered doing it, just people sat around a table? I think think there are beautiful things about both. And Mm. I am considering doing some episodes where it is uh, people sat around talking about specific things. But what I wanted to do was to share... um, comedy as well so I didn't want it to just be people talking about how they feel about things which you know is valuable but I feel like there's a lot of it but uh, you can't really do stand-up at a table to one two three other people you need an audience for that and I think also um, actually weirdly recorded something during the pandemic it was for a series called I think it was called Edinburgh Unlocked that was uh, produced by Penguin. And they basically had myself and I think 20 other comics go into a recording studio and record like these 20 minute sets to silence. It was a really fascinating exercise, but not (laughs) really anything that I'd wish upon anyone. So in order to um, share these comedians doing what they do best, you need to get them in front of people. But also, I think conversation, when you have it privately, when you have it in studio, when you have it at home, you're able, I think, sometimes to go a little deeper than maybe you are if you're sat in front of uh, a room full of people. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really valuable. But when you are in front of an audience full of people, you're able to like engage with them. You're able to pull them in and you're able to say, oh, none of us actually have the facts on this. Does anybody here know what this is? Or how do you guys feel about that in real time? And I think that's a beautiful thing. And I think what it creates as you're at home listening is you feel a part of that group and you're like, Ooh, I'm glad somebody out there said it. Cause I was thinking that, or do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, no, I think, true. I think it helps you to feel uh, a bit like surrounded and a bit held by more than just the people that are holding the mics in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly when you're hearing the atmosphere as well, because a lot of these mm. venues are now set up to record these kind of shows and, Obviously, some of the venues that Guilty Feminists play, you know, beforehand it might have been, let's just get a dictaphone up on up on stage with us and then the sound mm-hmm. quality can be bad and you can't hear when somebody interacts from the audience. But I know uh, a lot of work goes into making all that sound good and yeah. your podcast sounds great. 
Thanks. I've been a really like a lucky that like so you know over the years I've gotten to know the sound recorders who do the Guilty Feminist and they're the same people that come and mic up ours and stuff and so Perfect. I just yeah. yeah feel really good about that that people will be able to like yeah feel like they're there and hopefully at some point we'll be able to bring the show to them or they'll be able to bring the show to us you know yeah. bring or bring them bring themselves to the show basically like i want i want you to like hear the space feel the space and go oh it'd be nice to be in that space yeah so what's the plan moving forward because i know we were we were going to chat a couple of weeks ago and you still had one or two shows left to record are you at the end of a run have you got more coming up so we've got more coming and i think like for me as the producer of this thing and the creator of this thing, I'm just trying to figure out how to move forward in the most, like, in the way that honors, like, my energy because I'm so tired. Like, in addition to doing, (laughs) like, podcast stuff and work stuff, um, I'm also living a life. Of course. Have you heard of it? It's insane. Yeah. Um, So I'm also doing that. And um, it's also interesting to think about, like, over the first 12 episodes... Um, we booked 36 different comedians and a lot of spaces like to act like there aren't, you know, that many different comedians of color who aren't like cis men that can put on a great show or whatever. So I think my objective was like to show the kind of breadth and variety of the talent that we have. And moving forward, I'm like, okay, is that the best approach to try to never have a great guest back? You know, so so just thinking about how to go about that as well. But the plan is to have a nice chunky season going into the end of the year and then maybe have a little break because um, with it being live shows, there's also the demand to get people in. And oh, I just want to be like a fun host and like a curator but being like an events producer and, and promoter, promoter yeah. oh my gosh, I do not like that. So just trying to find like the best way forward that like honors what a fuck it up is and honors like the onstage talent as well as the other folks. Well, I mean, next time you're uh, you put out some dates, then by all means, um, obviously we were speaking to people who were helping set this up, and I think we were going to try and help promote that last show. But when you've mm. got new ones coming up, oh, you can yeah. spread the word through Pod Bible. Definitely, they'll be sick, and like we'll be back in September and in October, and like cool. the Instagram is always buzzing with crap and information, but also sometimes funny cute things so. <laughs> perfect <laughs> all right so people can go and listen to the episodes that are out there now and then yeah. they can get hyped and then they can wait for those tickets to drop and then they can come see and they can get yeah. involved in the atmosphere in their ears and then hopefully in the flesh sounds yeah. amazing and they're gonna tell their friends uh, you know and be like oh man you know you know what i've been, I've been listening to you <laughs> yeah exactly that's what people cool. do they're always recommending which yeah, is naturally they are. just naturally Trust always me. recommend <laughs> that's that's literally my life um perfect all right Kima. well thank you very much uh for thank explaining you. and telling us all about the pod and you'll be back on future episodes to recommend other shows even though it sounds yeah. like you know maybe you don't want to do that maybe we just want to <laughs> but we'll so see tired of recommending <laughs> happy happy to Cool. Well, uh, listeners can uh, tune in on another episode to hear that. But thanks for your time today. Yeah, of course.
Thank you, Kima. And if you like the sound of that, then uh, I should tell you there are shows happening very soon. Um, there was a show last week on September the 16th, but we've got a show coming up. I say we, I'm not involved, don't worry. October the 4th and October the 20th. All shows are at 21 Soho in London. And if you head to www.21-soho.com, uh, you can find out about tickets. If you add forward slash FOC hyphen IT hyphen UP, so fuck it up, uh, you can uh, get tickets for that show. But I'm sure if you just go to 21soho.com, you can enter fuck it up into their search and you will find info on those tickets. Was that helpful? I think it was. 21 Soho, fuck it up, live shows coming on October the 4th and October the 20th. Get along, 7pm till 10pm. All right, let's move on then. Thank you very much, Kima. Uh, Kima will be back doing some recommendations as well at another point. Um, but before that, let's have a returning guest. A returning guest? I mean, he's part of the furniture, really. It's Stu Whiffin, somebody, of course, who hosts a lot of these chats, used to be a regular host on this podcast, one of the head honchos at Pod Bible alongside me and Scroobius Pip. He is part of the Tell Me About It podcast, which is a fairly new podcast now with Scroobius Pip. Um, Pip and Stu were here talking all about that on episode 113, if you want to go back and have a listen. Uh, but for now, it is Stu's turn to recommend one of his favourite podcasts, which turned out to be one of mine too. All right, it's time for a recommendation and we've got the return of the Pod Bible Massive, Stu Whiffin and Scroobius Pip. Hello. Blop, 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 blop. Sorry, sorry. I got carried away. I'm in heck. Very excited. You started that. You started that exactly how my recommended episode would generally start. <laughs> oh, go ahead. That is true, actually. Yes, yeah, Stu, recommend us a pod. Um, I'd like to recommend uh, Wolf and Owl, uh, which, for those that are unaware, is a podcast of former cover stars of, of our beloved Pod Bible. Uh, and that podcast is hosted by Ramesh Ranganathan and Tom Davis. Hip Hop Saved My Life is a wonderful podcast, is a wonderful podcast, and uh, I'm a big fan of pretty much everything that Rom does. And there's a lot. He's, you know, you can't can't turn on the telly without seeing Rom. And one of the people that I've been really lucky to to, to meet through the, the means of having a podcast uh, was Tom. And I've been a big fan of Tom's work for ages. And it was one of them people where you just think, oh, I reckon we're going to get on. Because he's just... He just seems like somebody that I'd be mates with, and I don't mean that in a stalker way. <laughs> but uh, I, got, I got him on the podcast, and we got on really well, uh, and we had a right crack. And uh, you know, around this time, they launched the Wolf and Owl, which, as somebody that has a podcast that is me and a friend having a completely loose structure to it, but it pretty much goes anywhere. I hear that Wolf and Owl, and they've took it to a different place because they're both writers, comedians, and they've just got that bond and that connection. It's just solid gold. You know, they press record. I just love the fact that they just constantly will refer to just how useless they were growing up with women, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, going clubbing. There's, 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 a, there's an episode where Tom talks about the fact that, you know, his friends would, would all go to clubs and would all meet you know, guys and girls and, and, and go their separate ways. And he'd always leave early to go to the kebab shop. And he literally becomes such a fixture in this kebab shop that when people come in and be looking at the menu, he'd start recommending items off of it as he stood on the end of the counter because he was just a <laughs> firm fixture there. Uh, just wonderful. Uh, they they just got completely funny bones, both of them. And it's my absolute 
essential listen that podcast you know whenever i i, I go to work uh, on a friday night it's an hour long generally and i know that my journey's half hour out half hour back and by the time i get in at silly o'clock in the morning from work i've literally just spent the journey home completely unwinding from work and laughing my head off uh, it's uh, funny isn't it because um right right at the at, at the start of podcasts a lot of the things were mates just having a podcast and chatting and how enjoyable it is just to hear mates chatting, whether it's about football or wrestling or politics or anything. And then the podcast boom happened and it turns out mates who happen to be professional comedians are going to be even better at that. So with Rom and Tom, with the Chatterbix lads and 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 um, Josh and Rob, all of these, it's kind of like these are the simple formats that have been around since the dawn of podcasting of just two mates or three mates or whatever just having a chat and then you add you know some of the best comedy minds of 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 a generation into the mix and yeah it couldn't yeah there's no way it couldn't be great well there was a bit of a backlash wasn't there during the lockdown when all these all these uh comedians started going well we'll do a pod and it's easy to think it is just boring they're just sat there and there's no effort put in but I think with Wolf and Al as well, another half of it is that they do listener emails, right? And then and then it's sort of quite a lot of the time they move mm. from the hilarity of, of them taking the piss out of each other to actually giving quite genuine, heartfelt, yeah. fantastic advice. Yeah, some really heavy stuff. It's yeah. one of my favourite bits and it can be really heavy, you know. It's Rom's wife, the yeah. swan, uh, the, the, the swan trawls through the emails uh, and picks a few out and, and, and it just, it solidifies what, lovely humans they are you know because they can make you laugh and then you know the sincerity of when they're dealing with these problems he's he's so heartfelt and and sincere and it's quite easy to kind of try and bluff that and 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 people will see through it and and that's not the case with all for now i think they're just it's it's just pretty for real and i love fantastic and it's one of those you can just jump right in right you don't need to go back to the start there's no particular episodes necessarily you can jump in at any point they're usually talking about topical topical stuff initially what they've been up to so yeah accessible brilliant well thanks very much Stu. cheers mate nice one Stu. thanks very much for that thanks pip for getting involved all right let's have another recommendation now and it is return guest it's sean douglas who is lead producer of the national trust podcast he spoke to our digital editor fran taraskis on where is it 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 episode 114 sorry took me a little while there um episode 114 if you want to hear all about the national trust podcast but for now sean is going to be recommending one of his favorite shows Hello, listeners. I am once again joined by Sean Douglas from the National Trust podcast. And today, Sean is going to be talking about a podcast that he likes to listen to. So what is your recommendation for us today, Sean? So this is a podcast called The Superhero Complex. What it's about is real life superheroes. Now, now when you say real life superheroes, people think superheroes are fictional. But actually, there are uh, groups of people, they're called uh, costumed, what they call costume superheroes 
superheroes, but they're basically people that dress up in costumes. They're superheroes. They kind of have their own alter egos and they go out and fight crime. So they're basically like um, the angels on the um, New York subway, but they actually um, have bulletproof vests and, you know, they kind of make citizens arrests. But it's just an interesting group of people. And they, they focus on one specific superhero who is a kind of flawed character, but he is the person who started off this kind of civilian superhero movement and it just kind of follows his journey and his downfall really from being this guy who you know kids want their picture taken within the streets to this guy who's then been arrested for um you know dealing drugs and stuff so it's it's a really interesting podcast but really well put together you know great journalism and also it's a series and i think sometimes one of the things about podcasts is you have your set of podcasts and it's very difficult to add more to your podcast set of listens if they are ongoing podcasts but this is about six or seven episodes so it's nice you can kind of listen to it have a nice time and then move on to the next podcast yeah beautiful i just had to um uh double check with myself that one because i know that i've listened to the first episode and i've just realized i haven't listened to the rest of it so <laughs> thank you for reminding me but um it's one of the ones from the um us i think uh, i heart i heart podcast yes. and novel yeah. one so yeah. really well produced when i listened to the first episode i just did that thing of constantly googling some of the videos that were being mentioned yeah. and i think i did a short review of the first episode when it came out and was just like it made me think of the film kick-ass and yes that that kind of thing so if you're into anything like kick-ass then definitely go and check out that one and that was the superhero complex the superhero complex yeah uh yeah well thank you very much for that recommendation sean no worries Thank you, Sean. And thank you, of course, to Fran Taraskis, who did a wonderful job stepping in as host there. Hopefully, Fran will be recording some more episodes uh, in the uh, coming weeks and months. Okay. Thank you so much to all of our guests today. Thank you for you lot, to you lot, for tuning in. It's been a pleasure to have you along. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, of course. I've recorded a lovely chat already for, for the next episode of the Pod Bible podcast. In the meantime, head over to Pod Bible for all your podcast needs, podbiblemag.com recommendations reviews interviews top 10 lists playlists on spotify loads of good stuff podbiblemag.com all right i will see you then hold up buddy peace is a legend have i told you that he's a producer of this podcast he does great work i need to say that at the start of the podcast at some point oh buddy maybe i will one day next week in fact i'm going to make a note to say it at the start of the podcast on the next episode uh, and we are very pleased to be part of the acast creator network catch you all later